Yeah, hold that cocktail weenie high. That's right. It was a hot dog, you bastard. <laughs> Down for what, you might ask? Well, the answer will become clear right after these messages. We're starting Sean with Sean Hayes here at the Whip Around. Weird news. Macabre. How fun. It's always Halloween in here. It's still Halloween to me, damn it. You but celebrate I, what you want to celebrate. But I I'm stand not by alone you. because this interrupting <laughs> chia sweater wearing. This is fuzzy and warm, god damn it. Curseworthy buckaroo over here is with me too. That's right. It's Phil Laporta. I do science and it's sweater time. <laughs> you say that like you're going <laughs> to get up and leave a, a fill shaped hole in my wall. It's sweater time. Well, sweaterman, 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 sweaterman. That's my. Uh, that's <laughs> we are joined by yet another soul. Why don't you uh, oh use some of your sweatery no, superpowers? It did not go well last time. To introduce this special guest. The special guest is a returning guest after uh, Gabe Mara and uh, Ward Van Hout is our. Uh, who are tied now for the most appearances. Ah. Uh, oh she is, she's running a close second now. This will be her fourth appearance on the whip around. Ladies it's Simka and- Griffin. Thanks. Oh, hello. Phil, are you wearing a fuzzy sweater just for the occasion of me being on the show? Because you were also wearing a Chia pet sweater would last it, time. Would, was I? Oh, ho, ho. Was, oh. What, well, would it make you it happy was... if I said yes? Um, <laughs> Sure. Well, maybe then, this is like that yes, Seinfeld is, thing. As far as she you. knows, you're this really cool guy who just is always wearing the same <laughs> right? sweater all the time. As far I don't as know she... if it's the same sweater. As far right, as that's true. have a whole bunch of, right. of fluffy sweaters. As far, but as far oh, as, as she knows. the same sweater. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as far I mean, as she knows, I only own this. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of the minimalist closet. I'm not going to knock it. Thank you. Simka is here on a, on a very special mission as well. Yeah, not just for fun. Yeah. She's got a purpose. Yeah, so she's got a segment uh, that we're going to do, a recurring one. Yes. Uh, but, you know, we've got business to do first. But the thing is, the, there's that, also... Uh, we should ask. Yeah, so first off, though, before we do that, let's get ours out of the way. Oh, Phil, there's that. What's up with you? <sighs> I'm so not fine. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I am tired. And I can't believe I'm going to say this. I'm done. I'm done. It's over. I quit. It's over. Sean, I'm taking inspiration from you. I've been thinking a lot about this. And I'm here to say, officially, if you can have your birthday observed, I'm expunging mine. (gasps) What? What? Say more immediately. I've had it. Every year, it's somebody or something wants to do something. I just want to fucking sleep. I'm tired. I haven't had a weekend off. Uh I don't want to do anything. I don't want to spend more time in the car going places. Uh I, and don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's all well-intentioned. I'm sure it's lovely. I'm sure it's great. And thank you very much. But please, I, I, I've i had it. I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to feel pressure. And then I don't want to go do something and be miserable doing it because I'd rather be doing something else. And then they feel bad. I feel bad as a result. And so, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm done. Now what you I mean is. I my birthday. Don't. Say happy birthday nothing, to me. Nothing. Nothing. So this is. There's no war on Christmas. There no. is a self. Like there is a civil war. Yes. 
Congratulations, birthday! Congratulations, everybody! You ruined my birthday for me. I don't want it anymore. Oh, you're, oh, I'm done. He's upset. I'm done. Phil, I don't want my birthday anymore. I don't. I don't. Nope. We're done. He's upset. Yeah. Oh, Phil, nope. I'm so bad at this. I know, and that's okay. How are it'll make you, it funnier. Are you will heal from this, Phil? No. We're Maybe done. you won't. <laughs> but yes, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm done. No more birthdays for me. I end at 39. By the way, it's Thursday in case anybody wants to send me an expensive gift to make it me feel better. I don't know. What is happening right now? <laughs> I'm making a bad attempt at comedy because no, no, I it's really not that. don't want to. It's, it's not that. Phil, you were. we just got done saying, you know, you're the nice, you know, and sensitive one, which labels are bullshit. But you're here with some <laughs> genuine pain, though. Yeah. Nobody listens when I say, really, I don't want to do anything. I just, I really. I do. I skip I know you every do. year. And I appreciate you all the more for it. Simka uh, never sends me a birthday greeting or anything. On purpose, to help you. Exactly. When was your birthday? Uh, it, it is Thursday, this coming Thursday. Oh, yeah. happy birthday. Don't no. say oh, it. Ah, <laughs> But all right. So, but seriously, though, so what you're doing yeah. is saying, I don't want it if you love me, stop. You Now, don't put words in my mouth, buckaroonie. But you're saying if you care, yeah. what you'll do is... Don't say anything on my birthday. Yeah. So when anyone says happy birthday to Phil, it's kind of a dig. If it's on your – what was your birthday? Well, I, I'm talking about in general. I don't want uh, – before, after, nobody make a d- big deal about it. I don't want to hear it. I don't right, want to no, do it. Yeah. But you'll then – you're oh. not going to be like, no, I'm 39 when you're like – No, I'm not going to be – Unplugging no. my – No, life, this, is not, my, this is not a midlife crisis. Life this is not a midlife crisis bullshit thing. This is – No, you've been wearing outfits like that for a while. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm aging into uh, being a curmudgeon. Uh, really, I – Uncular curmudgeon. Thank you. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to say you were broken by Taylor Swift releasing her 10 minute video. The avuncular curmudgeon. Yes, it's just that that segment on SNL just never ended, and I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Are we done talking about you? Yeah, what's up with you? I'm fine. So, Simka, <laughs> actually, can I tell you guys something? No. Citizens and Simka, Simka, citizens, yeah. Phil, everyone. So this is about my sweater. I'm going to throw this water at you. No, it's not. Look, it's not about that, and we're all friends here. It's also not about – this is not sexual, okay? I, I'm serious. <laughs> it's not a good thing to preface <laughs> with, but go on. I almost broke my nose uh, two days ago on my wife's, like, inner hip. <laughs> Hear me out. Hold on. <laughs> it, was like okay. a, it was like a tickle thing. You know, like so – we <laughs> It's not getting better. I know, but listen. <laughs> we were, like, goofing off and being silly. It was not – I. Everyone's clothed. You know, it was just chilling. And <laughs> and there's that one tickle spot that you basically, maybe one person, you know, depending on your whatever, at a time in your life, probably, are you even allowed to, like, tickle with – it was like – look, I went to blow, like, a raspberry and tickle her because she's very ticklish Jeez. there. Well – You deserve it. She's pivoted toward me <laughs> at mm-hmm. the wrong time or, you know – No, whoops. I get it. And I have a vague memory of what happened next for the, like a good three count because she came toward me. It connected with her, like the bone. Yeah. You know, connected. Yeah, with, that's a hard bone. Yeah. With my, <laughs> I mean, I with my nose, I, I heard it change me. <laughs> my upper teeth hurt. Like my whole, right now, my nose is sore. Wow. Still. Oh. Yeah. From a... I'm not going to say it, you know, it was, you know, but it was yeah. non, yeah. 
not even flirtatious. It was, I'm going to get you. I guess that's flirtatious in a mm-hmm. stupid, dumb yes, way. But, but just being silly. I have a, I have a non, you know, letter to penthouse, like, <laughs> near crotch, near crotch. I never thought injury. it would happen to me. And this is not that kind of show. I don't talk about, you know. I know, you don't. I know, I know you're being serious. <laughs> but in that moment, and I'll leave with this. I'll stop with that. I actually had a fear that my head was going to cave in. Wow, she really got you. Well, also, apparently, I have a fear. I th- it was like so a phobia. Like, I was like, in? I think my head's going to cave in. Really? And then I realized I have had that fear before. This is what? Well, Kate need me in the face once. We shouldn't. <laughs> we should not tickle one another. But sometimes it happens. Yeah. That one Wait, was... this is a, a separate tickling incident she... that ended with you ha- having a fear of your head getting caved in. <laughs> my <laughs> wife need might be once, trying on you. <laughs> my wife might be trying to cave in my head. <laughs> this might or be a... split your fear of your head getting caved in because that's right. really all you need. This let's, let's this might it. be a sinusy call for help. <laughs> but that's what's up with me. The wife and I are getting along, except for when I'm smashing my. This woman face has a in. black belt, and I know who trained her. You watch out, man. She, right. She'll 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 smash you, Simka. For far more uh, substantive discussion, yes. <laughs> let's turn to you and what's going on with you. Well, it was my birthday on the seventh, and oh. um, happy birthday to yeah. you! Oh, you fucking hey. hypocrite! <laughs> I didn't say anything about celebrating others. <laughs> That's right. There's no pressure to celebrate others. Um, but yeah, I used to be one of those like birthday all the time people. And then this year I was like, meh, I don't really need to do much. And then Pete was like, we're going to go out to dinner every single night for the whole week. And we never do that. So Pete is uh, for the uninitiated. Simka's uh, life partner. Yeah, is that sure. Fair? What's the term? Boy for life, whatever. Yeah. And a cool fella. not going anywhere. He's a cool fella. Right. Yeah. So um, we were doing that. But on top of that, too. I am planning this fundraiser um, to, to be- benefit a couple of great organizations in New York City, um, Safe Horizon, which is uh, mostly shelters, but they do a bunch of great programs to reach people in the community that are struggling, um, particularly have been affected by violence of some form. And then uh, the Center for the Women of New York, which provides a ton of programs and services uh, educational counseling, you know, financial workshops to women that are sort of transitioning and just kind of helps them excel uh, at things that they're already good at, maybe just need a little bit of a boost or some guidance um, in some areas. So great organizations. And we're going to have a little variety show to raise some money for them. So I've just been busy getting performers and talking to the venue and getting the caterer and all kinds of stuff. So but it's really I fun. I am so proud of this show <laughs> for having someone with this kind of vision on. I mean, someone with substance as opposed to being afraid that their head is going to cave in or being angry <laughs> or being angry that they're they're having well, people do him. stuff. Yeah. Making it about himself. Now it's... Narcissist. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> second time Phil has physically assaulted me during this particular show. Oh, my God. Is your head going to cave in, Sean? <laughs> I'm worried it will. <laughs> now you're worried about it. Oh, but are we – we're, so we're going to hear more details say. about that uh, at the end of the show. We're going to have stuff in show links. Although, I, of course, oh, yeah, we will yeah. always put it in the show links. We'll put it up on our socials. And by the way, also, this is not just local to you. This is also going to be streamed as well? Yes. 
So yeah, we're going to have a virtual host and a real life in person host. So citizens so people can get online and watch. That's right, citizens. So this isn't just local. Everybody can chip in. You're such a so if you want to help out, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you want to get in on this, citizens is not just for everybody in Simca's neighborhood. This is, this is for true. everybody. This is true, so, yeah. and it's for very, 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 very important cause. people in need. And uh, as Simca said, it's a wonderful people cause. Absolutely, who will be able to excel further at things they're good at. I love that perspective. I think that's wonderful because how many times you see it? It's beautiful. I love it. Thanks. I'm excited about it, and like you said, like it's for a great cause, great, great people. And um, you know, I've had a couple of people because I'm not obviously from new york so i've had some people from other places say oh is it are they just local and i'm like they are but i feel that when we really do help organizations it does expand out so even though it is you know local charities a local show like you said phil will be showing it online and i do really believe in that like ripple effect and paying it forward and if we can help out in a really Busy area like effect. New York City. The whip around effect. Yes, the whip around effect. It will just whip around to other effect. women around the country. The whipped butter effect. The no, whip, we shouldn't say the whip, whip if butter it's for this cause. Maybe the, we better oh, focus on yeah, something yeah. else. Wow, way to go. And I'm about to say, get off the tracks, choo choo, the weird is coming through. It's time for train wreck headlines, which sounds way meaner than it should. I'm well, at least you didn't make a reference to like, you know, twirling a mustache and having lashed a woman. Wow, doing a Dudley Do Right reference. left that to the professionals on this side of the table. Yes, on that side of the table <laughs> so one fake five real six total find one win day equals now <laughs> here we go <laughs> just looking at some of the stupid ones i got this week it's entertaining to me i hope you're <laughs> stupid i'm excited for the end of this segment <laughs> permanently <laughs> woman who cctv captured a goblin insists it's not her son being weird <laughs> <laughs> stop I stop the get... show stop stop <laughs> stop, stop. that's first of all it's incredible <laughs> second phil just derailed himself first time i think on this first time first time in the slow round <laughs> it's not going well all right phil let's do it again it's been a week do i have to <laughs> safely back to one everyone uh <laughs> Woman who CCTV captured a goblin insists it's not her son being weird. <laughs> I can't do it. It's like a well-oiled machine. I, it's ruining me too now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whip around effect. It's like what woman was who captured goblin on CCTV insists. This, insists do you want to? Do you want son wanna, being weird? Do you want to read these? Because no, I don't. I don't. Take one marked. So no, you'll I never don't. know. I just want it in the public record for when we're you know immortalized. <laughs> sure. I thought you were going to say when we were. On trial but <laughs> for the arraignment, right, yeah. right at the Hague. <laughs> uh, tourists having sex in the dunes is ruining a Spanish beach. Man accuses three cousins for burning down family bakery after evidence found in cannoli. Hmm. House full of garbage near Toronto sells over asking price for nearly one million. Extreme couponers were sent to prison in three uh, thirty one point eight million fraud scheme. And man thirty eaten by piranhas after jumping into lake to escape bees. <laughs> One of those is an Atari game, I think. Uh, Phil, I, I'm lying as I say this, Phil, but I really think it would benefit the world if you said this faster. I don't think so, but we'll try. <laughs> Woman who CCTV captured a goblin says it's not her son being weird. Tourist having sex. Oh, now he's perfect. <laughs> Why'd you derail me? 
Just get out, get on with it, Michael. Turns, <laughs> turns having sex in the dunes is ruining a Spanish beach. Man accuses three cousins for burning down family bakery yes. after evidence found in cannoli. Houseful of garbage near Toronto sells at over asking price for nearly one million. Extreme couponers were sent to prison in thirty-one point eight million dollar fraud scheme. Man thirty eaten by piranhas after jumping into the lake to escape the bees. Ha, huh, Simka. Well, well, well. You are the guest that therefore. You get first crack, and I will not say whether it is correct or not until Sean makes his guess as well, but you get first pick as to which one you think I have made up. I like that you believe that there is a universe potentially. I guess it's true. Where Simka then blurts out the answer, expects you to tell her whether she's right or wrong. You know, she gets it right. You turn to me, ask it, and I get it wrong. And based on the fact that I can't find the pattern. It's possible. It's actually possible. Anyway, Simka, you're up. Well, I wasn't going to go with this one at first. I almost picked the house full of trash because I was like, you know, it sounds made up, but it's very mm. also realistic at the same time. Um, but I don't think piranhas eat people. So I think the one about the guy trying to escape the bees, I think you made that up. Okay. Sean, do you have a feeling? Do you have an idea? Uh, No. <laughs> can I can I please hear? Because that was a suspect of mine too. Okay, that was the sixth one. What was the one two before that? The fourth one. House full of garbage. Yeah, can I hear it again? House full of garbage near Toronto sells over asking price for nearly one million. And then, can I hear the piranha one again? Man, thirty, eaten by piranhas after jumping into lake to escape bees. You know what? I want to conquer this fucking pattern right now. <laughs> Can I hear these one last time? What? Oh, come on. Okay. Come on. First, woman who CCTV captured a goblin insists on her son being weird. <laughs> <laughs> Two, tourists having sex in the dunes is ruining a Spanish beach. Three, man accuses three cousins for burning down family bakery after evidence found in cannoli. Four, house full of garbage near Toronto sells over asking price for nearly one million. Five, extreme couponers were sent to prison in $31.8 million fraud scheme. Six, man, 30, eaten by piranhas after jumping into the lake okay. to escape bees. Okay. You know what? I'm going to say something. Yeah. I'm not willing to finish thinking this thought, but the beginning <laughs> of the thought and a potential hint for Simka for in a few moments uh-huh. is I know it has something to do with what you're saying inside the clues now. It is not having to do with – or it's you're signaling something during the clues. I, I'm just saying. Okay. Can I hear the second one? No! <laughs> I'm going to assault I'm, you a third time today. So I'm just saying this is probably the last one I'll get wrong if I'm wrong, Phil, because I, I might accidentally have paid attention. Okay, unless Simka figures it out on the... Go on. What, I say the second one's fake. I have fooled Simka. <laughs> and I have also fooled Sean. Ah, okay. Dang it. What was real, Phil? It, you mean what was fake? That, yeah. <laughs> man accuses... Yeah, it was the third one. Man accuses three cousins for burning down family bakery after evidence found in cannoli. Oh, man. I was eating a cannoli for breakfast on Sunday morning when yeah, I wrote that. Yeah, yeah, but what is it in there? Now, Simka. I know. I, I was thinking that, too. There is a pattern that if you apparently listen to just the previous couple of weeks, should be <laughs> should be blatantly obvious. People who were casually listening in the past, but hey, <laughs> you know, I'm not one of them. Simka, do you happen to spot the pattern or do you think you know what it is? I do not. Okay. Sean. 
I'm saying it's got something. <laughs> I know it was like threes and thirties are in there all through. I feel like it's numerical. I feel like there's a there's a number or you're hinting a number or something. It's I, I don't know. I have to listen to this week's episode of the Whip Around and pay more attention. I'm sad about my birthday, and now I'm sad about you. You know what I want for my birthday? I want you to figure this thing out. That's all I want, okay? No, because I'm not celebrating your birthday, so now I can't figure it out. Look how good a friend you are. There you go. You're welcome. We're back. (laughs) Well, Um, speaking of back, we have a returning segment. That's true, which is called something. (laughs) Simka, what are are we calling this? Force-fed. Because you made me do this segment. <laughs> <laughs> um, you didn't have to do this segment. That was, no, just kidding. That I'm was part of it the first time. Oh, it was. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. Force fed with Simca. Here it is. So, what do you got for us? If well, you care um, to share. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just figured I would share about this museum that someone sent me an article about um, after I was on last time talking about how certain food just makes me randomly gag while I'm eating it, even if I like it. That's right. And oh, fortunately, yeah. it hasn't happened for a while. But when it happens, it's really annoying. Um, so people send me things about gross food a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry if we've is... increased that in any way. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I feel like it's just been a steady thing since I was probably like 19 or something. People sending me gross food related uh Articles and pictures. We're a yeah. drop in the gross food bucket, Phil. A drop yeah, in the so bucket. don't worry about it. <laughs> feel a little better. So there's this disgusting food museum in Sweden. Have you heard of it? No. This is not familiar. No. I don't think yeah. it's familiar. Or um, it's no. A, <laughs> it's the number one thing to do on TripAdvisor over there, actually. Seriously? <laughs> which is, yeah. Oh, wow. Which that, is crazy I'd, to me. I'd but go. I guess, like, yeah. I don't I, even know I what it is yet. I kind of want to go. Um, I kind of feel bad for Sweden. by this guy who's a psychologist, and he saw this museum of, like, people's relationships that didn't work out. You know, like, notes that people found later or oh, pictures and stuff. And so he wanted to make a museum about failure, and then eventually <laughs> uh, he decided to make something about food. And... <laughs> Wait a minute. So he failed at making a museum about failure. I don't think it did fail because he did have one for a little while, but maybe it just didn't live up to his expectation. So I guess, you know, maybe the museum failed him. <laughs> well, Which is that, I'm hey, really that sure. much better. That's that's the museum of irony right there. <laughs> or is it the museum of success? Like if you are oh. at the museum of failure, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't get like, art. Now we're getting a little too meta here. But anyway, uh, by the way, in the Museum of Failure, fun fact, they featured Trump the Game, which was like a Monopoly-style game, but they had to get rid of it because Donald Trump thought it was too complicated. <laughs> it's just really funny. But um, anyway, so this museum just gives... No, I'm nauseous. I know, right? That didn't put you off your food. You could have like a nice um, Filipino egg fetus snack. Sorry, which say that again? So yeah, this museum That's finds things, and a lot of them. Yes, it is balut. Kachang! Wow, baby. Yeah, a lot of them are like very uh, outdated foods. You know, people aren't really eating them in modern day. Like, um, there's a South Korean wine that Vice did an article about that has like poo in it, and apparently it's drank for healing properties. No, but that was like. 
Yeah. Well, I you know, it's outdated. Years it's, ago. it's that. Still. It's pineapples on ham. It's baked Alaska. It's you know, shit wine. It's all one. So I thought the funny thing that, like, the way that they picked these foods was the way that they're produced, the taste, the smell, and how they look. Um, you know, and, like, what triggers these feelings of disgust. And almost all the American ones that are in the museum are things like Twinkies and yeah, Spam yeah. and Pop-Tarts. I would have guessed. And it's not like that they smell or look gross. It's how they're made that is so awful and disgusting. Fair point. <laughs> like, that's so crazy that we live in this, you know, developed nation and it's we not, just basically... It's not fast food. It's good food extruded. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. like this podcast. Bingo. <laughs> mm-hmm. So did you know Pop Tarts was sued for not having enough strawberries in their filling, like because they put strawberries on the box. So someone was like, you know, I actually have strawberries in here and she's suing them for like five million dollars. I did that lawsuit ever resolve, or is that that one's ongoing? I think it's it? still ongoing. Yep. Where are we headed, Simka? Are we are we uh are we complete? Is it something we can ask questions about? Are you a subject matter expert yeah, on no, this uh, museum? Ask some questions about this some of the things that people came up with over the last couple of years in the um, pandemic that I thought maybe could be entries into this museum, like Pepsi. Oh, wow. She's got like nuggets. She's got like I was nuggets thinking about like offer. the King's hand thing. That <laughs> yeah, was where well, we yeah. left the last time. Yeah. Very, very reminiscent of the King's hand. Someone made, um, well, someone Dunkin' Donuts made a Tur Duncan in 2020, what? which they stuffed this. a Turkey with, uh, munchkins Ew. oh oh yeah no. and then they basted it in colada and they made a coffee gravy and they covered it in sprinkles why and baked it or yeah <sighs> yeah oh, I, I mean happy thanksgiving I that's the american like the answer to the great british bake-off right there <laughs> the how much Duncan. sugar can we put on anything right. <laughs> stuff it with bread For sandwiches and turduncans <laughs> Yes. Well, in China, um, they wanted to one-up us, and they made the McDonald's Oreo Spam Burger, which the Oreo and the Spam, honestly, is engrossing me out so much is when they said that there's two pieces of Spam, and then there's a layer of crushed Oreo and mayonnaise. Oh. You lost me at the mail. You know, though, mayonnaise is a wild card, but it doesn't, it never sounds good on paper. (laughs) I'm just saying it might work. That might actually work. Oh, my God, no. How baked are no. you? It's not that. <laughs> I mean, the answer's a good 5 out of 10, but I really don't think it's that. I can't. I, 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 the, the mayonnaise, the, I don't know. I'm Just something about that whipped egg mixed with the sugar. And I'm going to the... make this. You're going to make it? Or, you know, try. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like it's hard to make. Hold on. Okay, I, mean, I was, was going to say, it gets, feels like things you can get off the shelf. Okay, you know? that's... Uh, Again, the sweet and the salty with the ham, the spam and the or yes, but then, mm, then I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it might work. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Grosses me out. Did you ever have any weird like food combinations when you were kids or anything like that? Raw hot dogs, not much of a combination, but I would have like uncooked Whoa. hot dogs with ketchup on them. Mm. Um, no bun, just. No, nah, I was just the plain just food. Raw. I was the plain raw food dog. kid. Raw dogging, <laughs> literally. Yeah, I was literally. <laughs> Sean's <laughs> summer of raw dogging. Oh dear! Uh, this is not that kind of show, Sean. There are photos. No, there are. Oh, There's no. actually a photo where I got. I have like one hand sort of like like in my pocket, and another one, <laughs> I'm like holding this this like hot dog. But it's like I'm at a at a cocktail party. Like I look, I'm jaunty. Like I'm I'm like, well, you know, 
I haven't seen you since Christmas. You know, it's just like, bang, hey, how are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm, like, I'm like four, you know. Oh, I needed the work. <laughs> what about you, Phil? Did you put any weird things no together. goodness no i have i haven't really expanded my i didn't really you make drinks though i i do make drinks and i guess i mean that might be as weird as it gets in a way with the with uh-huh. like the uh am i gonna make you wretch by saying uh milk washing a yeah. cocktail there and yet and yet some guy are you aware of this process no wait what are what are you doing milk washing a cocktail is a way of extracting certain oh. flavors from it and basically you mix a cocktail you pour it into whole milk mm. the citrus in the cocktail curdles the milk but in curdling those curds actually extract things like tannic flavors and some astringency you filter out the curds of course you run it through a cheesecloth or a nut milk bag and you end up with a- <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your code name <laughs> and, and you end nut up milk bag <laughs> <laughs> in the sweater it's ancient nut milk bag hashtag <laughs> hashtag nut milk bag I wish I could see this sweater because I've like, I, I have all these different images in my head oh, like on. I'm just I'll picturing a, you milking your nuts and Chill. in your Sean, sweater in the woods that's about the experience of, the of being on the show <laughs> I don't even have the camera up yet I'm just appreciating Phil being jaunty <laughs> so is this thing is still up and running as opposed to the museum of failure yes it is still up and running okay. um they had to do a little bit of adapting to post-COVID times. Like, they no longer spray the smells into the rooms of the food, I guess. Like, you used to be able to waft some of the particularly disgusting smells at yourself. And they are stopping that. Um, uh, that I, I appreciate, I can imagine. Um, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, people throw up there a lot. Like oh, the record no. With ten, ten throw-ups in one visit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, from one person? Yeah. Yeah, one oh, how, how do you even have that much in you? I, what, I know. What's going through your mind? It must have just been like, a little bit like of like the, ooh, it's in my mouth. You know, like, it was like the orange uh, juice. At time number six, you know you're not going to stop doing home. this. It's time to go home. Yeah. Right? Well, they do a taste test at the end. No. Oh, no. Relatable ones. They don't give you any of like the turd wine or. Well, that's um, something like you know, Stramen and, and all that stuff. Oh, God. Uh, you know, yeah. a lot of the stuff is, is the texture, the gelatinous. I have trouble with textures. Texture, yeah. A lot of these. Yeah. This is true. You know, Sean, you mm. have any you have any questions before I start retching? I, I I don't. Simka, can this be where we, we pause the train and, and then we uh, pick we up with this, this right. next time? Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. This, I'd just this... like to say, you know, the main takeaway was you get used to pretty much anything, <laughs> which is like what they were saying with the food, because people were saying it's kind of like, um, that's like, that's, and I have that on the wall of like the Holocaust Museum. <laughs> wow. But it's true. Like, to they were the saying mood. that, you know, most I'm of these like, traditional people are like, dishes that we hey. think are so gross, they, yeah. they came out of a need to survive and yeah. then people got used to them and this then is... they became traditional. You know, but now we we don't really need to eat Oof. a lot of these hey. things. So Unless we don't use them anymore. But yeah, I thought it was an interesting takeaway that they were filling this museum full of disgusting food to kind of show how far we've come and, and survived. And you wouldn't need to eat it unless you, of course, you were force fed by Simka Griffin. Right. We'll right. Exactly. I I hope you enjoyed having all that shoved down your throat. Assuming uh. you all wanted to keep listening because you didn't <laughs> have to. <laughs> We'll be right back, passive-aggressively. All right. I really love the Whip Around podcast. Let's see. I already follow them on Facebook. 
Twitter, Instagram, but I think they have a website. All right, let's see here. So it's www.thewhiparoundpodcast.com. All right, here's the site here. I can subscribe to the show. I obviously already do that. I can look at some past episodes. Uh, I can find out more about the hosts. Cool. Uh, I can follow them, which I already do. Um, what is this? Click here for free whip around swag. Fuck. God damn it. It's bullshit. Those are a bunch of assholes. Ejected Phineas. I'm sorry. Anyway, hi. Welcome back to the show. Sean's Cabinet (laughs) of the Macabre. That's weird. The Cabinet! (laughs) Would you behave? (laughs) Do I have to? You're like Groot. You're like, as you grow in this chia sweater, you're getting like (laughs) impetuous and and eventually like sarcastic. Team Groot Phil. (laughs) So the story this week is a, it's a rarity for me, uh, not just in terms of, of, of when the McCabinet is occurring this episode. I feel like I have, I've, I'm in prime time. I'm Good in, for I'm, you. I'm in act two. I'm kind of the, one of the fancy types now. I'm in the adult section. Ooh. Yeah. Hold that cocktail weenie high. That's right. It was a hot dog, you bastard. <laughs> Went straight to the hard stuff. It's the unfiltered, you know? Anyway. Uh, it's also a rarity for me in that I have a game <laughs> afterwards that we're going to be playing. Uh, no, it's also a rarity because this week's McCabinet is all about an ethical conundrum. Oh, no. I mean, death ethics. That's what I really mean. Deathics? Deathics. Yeah. You know, not a, That's we're for not, me, Damon. Right. That was good. Thank you. Good job. So we're at the... Uh, <laughs> Thank me. I am very welcome. We're at the entrance <laughs> to a Marriott Hotel... In gorgeously weird Portland, Oregon, the evening of Sunday, October 17th, 2021. Okay. And plenty of company is around here. We are making our way into a ballroom below the main floor of the hotel and event center Mm -hmm. as part of a rather long train of fellow attendees of the Oddities and Curiosities Expo. Which I love already. I was going to say, how are, uh, you, how are you not there? A traveling exhibit of bizarre and macabre artifacts, acts, and the like. Now, once we enter this ballroom, the main attraction is unmistakable in the middle of the room. Uh, quote, on a table in the center of the ballroom, a figure lay draped in a white sheet. And by evening's end, we and our fellow macabre, macabre buddies... Uh, We'll be seeing, quote, the autopsy and dissection of an actual human body. Yes. Thanks to DeathScience.org and its founder, Jeremy Siliberto, the 2021 Oddities and Curiosities Expo was able to offer, and the plan uh, was laid out that it was going to be in two separate cities on the docket already. So when the first one was happening, there was already another one on the the schedule. I'm going to have some questions. All right. Uh, in two separate cities, a live demonstration of human dissection and autopsy. And tonight, again, October 17th, the corpse beneath the tasteful white sheet, resting, uh, I would guess, exactly where countless faceless corporate meetings have been held, 
and like how many maybe like trays <laughs> the of most bad boring, food. Yeah, yeah boring, boring sandwich that. trays right. and stuff. Something about that makes me happy. But but anyway, <laughs> the corpse we're about to learn so much about tonight <laughs> belongs to the late David Saunders, dead at 98. Good or, run. Or 86. Uh, there are two separate what? accounts. Two separate accounts okay. uh, in two articles by the same place. Oh. So, uh, you know. You think we're bad at this. He's Maybe he's trying to, you know, lie to sound like a little bit of a fresher corpse. Uh, a greener brown banana. Maybe he had a twin. There it is. <laughs> uh, there are two separate accounts, as I say. So, you know, but I've balanced everything else in the story. It's just <laughs> his age, you know, diva again. Uh, he was a wrinkled dead guy. How about that? Oh, I can get behind this. <laughs> you know, find, find him, chop him in half, and count the rings for all I care. He's a dead old white guy. Okay? Fuck do I care. Get out of my cabinet. He's dead. <laughs> and people paid to learn more about that whole scene. Sure. Uh, and hey, if you're wondering just who the hell would come to see such a thing, if you're stricken to hear that front row seats, mere inches from the autopsy table, by the way, cost 500 bucks a head... And you're damn right it was a full house. <laughs> if you're wondering about that, you're you're a little bit of a square at least. Five, I'm just saying. 500 bucks a head to be in the splash zone? You know? <laughs> I hope Gallagher wasn't playing it. Pale, pale Gallagher, bitch. <laughs> anyway, it wasn't some first-year med student up there trying to be all Johnny Depp from, in, from hell, though. Okay? <laughs> it, it, this was an autopsy led by Dr. Colin Henderson, quote, a retired professor of anatomy from the University of Montana, who, it was reported dissected the body over a number of hours, removing, discussing, presenting organs sure. and their condition, uh, quote, explaining to the audience that this was the same type of procedure that he had taught to students during his college career. And hey, hey, don't even take my word for this or even just some unnamed reporter here. Uh, quote, it was very educational, said one attendee named Monica. It was very respectful to the person that donated their body. And yet, shit hit the wallpaper and missed uh, the fan completely that's right see saunders the, the corpse who lies about his age he has a family and apparently per the deceased wishes they had their dead relative donated to further scientific research science yeah exactly and what that really means is a whole complex thing that we do not have the time to fully explore here but note that once a body is donated a family can't get specific about how a body is used, nor should they expect to be told, in most cases, just what their loved one's remains were used for, whether in part or in one piece. That's just not something that's told as a normal thing. And I hope oh. the reason for that is obvious, by the way. I mean, like, yeah. Hey, just heads up. You know, we put an eyeball and it's, it's over. You know? We can't all request that grandma be made into a crash test dummies. You know, there are other needs. Uh, anyway, there, there's a player in this whole cadaver to science game, and it's called a body broker. Are you familiar are you with serious? this? Are you familiar, Phil? No. Simka, are you familiar with the term a body broker? Yeah, but, I mean, uh, this is still a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's far more sophisticated than it would have been, say, back, you know, in Victorian England when we're... The, uh, yeah, the, the resurrection. The, yeah. yeah. So anyway, in this particular case, it was a Vegas-based company called <laughs> MedEd Labs. Does not make it better. I know, right? I don't mean to be unfair, but it does give a... Vegas. A certain... Yeah, sorry. Sorry, yeah. Vegas citizens. <laughs> uh, anyway, MedEd Labs, and they're not going to come out of this smelling like a rose. I have so, a feeling. You know, I don't think that's their thing anyway. <laughs> 
So like tons of bodies... Saunders was actually given over to Med Ed. So when they donated body to his his body to scientific research, you know that what that means in most cases is it's going to some form of body brokerage. Uh, anyway, like them, the, the the job is simple. They quote the accept donations of human bodies for medical and surgical research, education, and training. That is in their words. Uh, in exchange for the donation, surviving family members receive their loved ones' cremated remains and avoid the cost of a burial. So there's an actual so it's a system here. Okay, so basically we will take care of that at the end of whatever they yeah. put your loved one through, and we'll send it back. Exactly, and then you don't have to pay. Uh huh. So it's cost effective. It advanced science. See, uh, but but mm-hmm. but when a school, a scientific endeavor, or whomever donate for and request a body, well, what qualifies as medical and surgical research, education, and training can get a little fuzzy. And it was fuzzy here, evidently. So, the family of William Saunders, he of the fickle age, donated to a medical science company, assuming dead grandpa would be used for, and I'm air quoting, medical research. But the body, now given to Med Ed, ends up purchased, or, <clears throat> sorry, donated Four, uh, to the tune of $10,000 per body, uh, according to one source, oh, okay. by the way, in case one was curious. I, yep. But anyway, there, it, it's it. purchased by DeathScience.org, and that founder I mentioned, the aforementioned Jimmy Silberto, he runs an outfit that does these expos. And they do seek, according to their own statements, their own material to educate and enlighten to paying audiences, mind you. Um, but there it is. And now everyone is blaming everyone else for this mess as the family is, has now been notified about this issue and says that that's not what we agreed to. The body, uh, the, 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 the corpse brokerage is saying, well, we were told that it was going to be used for research purposes and the entertainer, well, that's unfair to even call him. The guy <laughs> running this entire oddities expo said, but they were used. For scientific research, but yeah, so the second show, remember I said there were two. Yeah. That were already lined up with two separate corpses. Okay. The the second one ended up canceled as different parties, whether concerned citizens or even this body brokerage, (laughs) contacted that place to be like, hey, there's a whole shitstorm coming. It wasn't the parties that went through my head. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, But anyway, while that's all duked out in court for... I don't know how long, forever. Saunders will be, you know, dangling in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disney (laughs) by the time it's fixed. Uh, While that's going on, dig this nugget buried deep. Little twist ending for you. Totally tacked on at the end of one article about this. Quote, according to Saunders' death certificate, he died of COVID-19. Oh, shit. Uh, Meaning a potentially infectious body was dissected at a event where people were invited, note this, to examine and touch the body. No further details given on that part. Uh, further, a rep for MedEd, the body broker, said that they, quote, could not explain why they supplied a COVID-infected donor to a client, although he said his company usually checks that out. Okay, lots to unpack here, but I'm dying to know where you two stand on things like, you know, rights that a donated body or that body's surviving family retain, what choice people should have over their remains, the remains of loved ones, your views on body brokers. I'm just so fascinated by this idea that they were like, yeah, come on up and touch it. And that people did. Which I'm upset. There were no further details on what you just said. That whole invited. I don't know what that means. 
But like yeah. there used to be, you know, the little pool at the Boston Aquarium with the stingray. You could, you know, <laughs> touch the horseshoe crab. Like, and that even was a little scary to me. I just can't even imagine. Oh, here's this dead body. Come and Look, feel kids, the liver. Like it's I was really say, That's the liver floating around in there. Now, don't get in too far. You know, everyone's peeing. In yeah, there. touch it with the back. Yeah. Of your, touch it with the back of your hand. Here's some Purell. <gasps> oh uh, no. Phil, first thoughts while she gets to digest a little bit? Yeah. How did the Bad family... Bad choice of words because... Uh. How did the family find out it was him at the expo? It was a little bit vague on that, but apparently what was beginning to happen was I guess some questions were asked from the body brokerage. Someone was double-checking something and found out it was this. Okay. Because um, so I, I wasn't... I, I, it was implied in an article. I'm trying to not talk like gossip but it was implied in the article that the body brokerage found out and it notified the family maybe they intended for the family then to help protect their image so that they could have more deniability saying we were told it was going to be this we even told the family i don't know okay because it's but they it was a whisper down that it was a gossip because well, it's weird i wasn't sure if like you know like oh well, let's go to the weird oddities thing it's like oh what's the one to the shit it's grandpa oh right. like that would be shitty i wish um, i tried to find believe me i looked because uh, th- that was the thing that was worrying me the most. I mean, and then we could, you know, there's there's a million, I have a million questions, but I'm not going to ask them all. But uh, I, I guess the, the thing that I'm thinking is, you know, you donate your body to science. I can't say that what they were doing wasn't necessarily educational in some way. I mean, we can't know without being there, but the mission... I mean, he, objective. right, right. And, and so there is a limit, I think, to what you can say is done. However, the ultimate, at least to me, the ultimate reprehensible part of it is in the era of the big dumb thing. That's not the first thing you're fucking checking before you're giving a body to somebody. Oh, we usually check during Sometimes a pandemic. Sometimes we do. They're, I, they're randomly it's loaded. Not it's not like one of those loaded. things you really need yeah. to be on top of. I, oh, excuse us, Mr. Stick up his butt. Check every corpse. Okay. <laughs> Every single one, this guy. Mm. Crazy. Sorry, excuse me. I just like to check my corpses before they get gallagered. Let me ask you a like a question first, though, Sam. Let me end this on a question to you. Mm. In your opinion, should a person be able to narrow down what their body is used for once donated? Or even say, like, um, you know, like with a wedding DJ, not this. <laughs> Yeah, I think you should be allowed to do that, but you've got obviously you got to do it before. Once you are in that contract, well, died, you're dead, yeah. right? Once and like, died, I think yeah. it's as much as some families have good intentions, some don't. You know, like uh, not sure. just in this case of like, oh my gosh, you're <laughs> dissecting my grandfather in front of a public audience, you know, at a oddities expo. Like, you know, you hear about people dying and then their family members coming in and and saying, you know, you've got to do this instead of what their wishes were and I kind of think like oh, you're kind of out of luck if your family member dies. I, mean, I know that sounds like harsh, no, but also especially if there's something written, obvious. you know, it's, like yeah. I mean, yes, exactly. So, hey, like, you know, what? I'm not going to stop to science. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a limit to what you, you know. Am I donating it to science? Good, you know, sure, but that right. means you get to do whatever you want because yeah. I don't know what my body, what my corpse is going to be good for. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his skills are yet. Yeah, I don't know what those. I don't know what the stat sheet is. We haven't yeah. rolled for for abilities, so yeah. who knows what it's going to be good at? What would you like stipulate that they couldn't do? Me, nothing. Go ahead. Go, Nothing's go, off the go, table. Oh, go buck wild. I don't care. Can't be offended if one is already dead. No, go fucking celebrate yeah. my birthday. Index, even index see if I care. Tapping the forehead gif. 
Uh, all right. Well, look, I'm, I'm, I know there's more to talk about. I love the discussion. And citizens, hey, write in the whiparound at gmail.com. Let me know, you know, what, what's, uh, what's on your death science donation playlist? What's on your do not play? Uh, I think for me, I'm good with just about anything as long as I'm not hurled at children. Uh, <laughs> if I could maybe not be something that scars kids. Oh, no. I'm uh, all about After it. I die. In any case, in any case, I'm excited to announce that th- th- you've got more... Uh, death stuff to discuss you two because it is time to play Whip Around Pyramid Death oh. Industry Edition. I'm okay. moderately excited about this. Now, each of you is going to get a turn in the proverbial contestant chair. I'm going to give each of you one at a time clues to eight terms. The category is going to be different for both of you. During your 90-second turn. So if we could get 90 seconds on the clock, my lovely Chia temporary assistant. (laughs) It is not that bad. Simka, you saw it. It's all right, isn't it? I I haven't seen it yet. It's still, like, loading. Oh, right, because it's it's a lot of fuzz to get in there. It takes a lot of pixels. (laughs) Anyway, 90-second turn. I'm going to give you single-word clues. No short phrases this time. Single-word clues, and you guess what term I'm getting at. Just fire those guesses in. Whoever can correctly guess the word or short phrase that I'm talking about wins, wins, wins. So whoever can do more than their opponent will yeah, win. Sure. I do not have a tiebreaker, so if you guys tie it, hey, let's just all kumbaya our way into Act 3. Okay? That's fine. Now, I've got two subcategories here, both relating to the death industry. Simka, as our guest, you get to determine which of you goes first and... Which batch of questions you get and which Phil gets. And I have not, since I jotted these down, I deliberately didn't revisit these. I am not prepared. So. It's like me. I can't promise much. I will tell you, I firmly believe that one of them is more difficult than the other. Great. Oh, okay. Well, it wasn't deliberate, but looking at it. With the difficult one. Well, no, you'd have to pick (laughs) either what have they done to grandma or planet death. Those are the subcategories. Ooh. Oh, man. So um, Phil's going first, but what category is he going to be what tackling? What category is Phil going to get? Um, Again, give him the planet of death, and I'll take grandma. All right. Phil is going to begin with planet death, okay. which I, I will say is the more difficult one, I, awesome. I think. I'm excited. I think. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. Uh, but, Phil, in this, what we're going to be doing is I'm going to... Thank you. Making sure I... I'm going to... I think we're done. I'm going to give you clues, Phil. I'm going to be giving you clues about death traditions around the world. Okay. Uh, I've kept it reasonably simple in the, you. in the phrasing, so the key here is just just be a tiny bit worldly and a fair bit macabre. Okay. Sure. Are you ready, Phil? No. Ninety I never seconds. Am. I know. All right. That's what I'm worried about. Ready? Here we go. Uh, marshmallows. Uh, uh, roasting on a pyre. Yes. Good. Uh, Pharaoh. Uh, Egyptian mummification. Mummification. <laughs> sure. Uh, open. Open casket. Um, vultures. Oh, just leaving you out for the f- vultures. Term. Uh, leaving you for dead. Uh, air. Uh, desiccation. Uh, all right, we'll come back to that one. All right. Uh, Mexico. Dia de los Muertos. All right. Oh, uh, 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 mummers. Uh, the, the, the st- st- dumb. In India. Uh, 
No idea. Keep going. Give me uh, something else. All right, skip passing that. All right. Uh, 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 jewelry. Uh, making you into a diamond. Right. Uh, death beat. Oh, was Mummers the parade? Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. Correct. <laughs> uh, uh, um, b- boats. Uh, the Viking thing where they shove you out and fire the arrow. No. Okay, uh, that was a complex. Uh, um, uh, 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 urn. Crem- cremation. Uh, water. Uh, wet cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, memories. Waves. What, burial at sea. Urn. Okay, but scattering ashes at sea. I'll give that to you. Uh, hungry. Uh, cannibalism. Correct. Uh, what did we not do? Uh, uh, open. Uh, open. Uh, dying in the air. Oh, no, so, so, so close. Seven. So. I think right. that was seven out of that eight. Was, am it I was. correct? Yes, it was. What? Open? Like, I'm picturing it, but like, I don't know. Are you returning Simca, your body to Sim- the earth? Simka, do you know what I'm referencing with that? Would you be able to steal? Wait. Oh, yeah. Let's... Oh, no, I don't know. Ah. Right. It was a sky burial. The sky burial. Am... It's where they uh, leave. In Tibet is the biggest example of this. Okay. It's where they place you just up on the mountain. Like they just lay the corpse sure. up on a mountain. I mean, the I'm... vultures. Cu- it's just. I was getting the picture. Clearly, I, I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> well, you did well. Well, I did all right. Yes. Impressive, I also though. I also would have accepted just putting it outside, like just exposure. I said open air, but <laughs> that's not quite the same. That's sky burial sounds nicer. Thank you. Now, Simka, that means yeah. that you will be tackling what have they done to Grandma? All right. And the score the score to beat is seven, so it requires a a, a perfect score um, to beat Phil. I mean, tying him is respectable too, but I believe in you. I think you can. I think you can beat Phil. I believe in everybody. Okay. You can trim this sweater down to size. So now, <laughs> Simka, this one is all about. Can we have ninety seconds on the clock? Yeah, it's reset way. automatically. Thank you. What technology these days? This one is all about traditional Western funerals. Okay. Okay. So you'll be trying to guess what tool, tradition, or funeral terminology I am referencing. Okay. All right. I happen to think this one is easier. I sure hope it doesn't blow up in my face. <laughs> we shall see. Really kind of more. Yeah, it's definitely on you. So, Phil of the Timekeeper, are you uh, are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right. Simka, on your mark. Get set. Go. Uh, box. Uh, coffin. Correct. Um, yard. Uh, burial plot. Graves. Uh, cemetery. Yes. Okay. Um, um, liquids. Embalming fluid. Yes. Ooh, embalming. Nice. Uh, ashes. Uh, cremation. Uh, container. Urns. Correct. Okay. Um, epitaph. Uh, epitaph. Rest in peace. Stone. What a stone. A headstone. Oh shit! I shouldn't have said. Marker. I was gonna say. Should, oh, uh, anyway, marker? I'll just keep going. I'm sorry. That should have buzzed on me. Yeah. Anyway, uh, above, uh, uh, up, point. up, huh? Top side. Top side. Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana. Building. Oh, above ground cemeteries Structure. where they have the the, the tombs, mausoleums. Yes. That's okay. It. Uh, speech. Speech. Uh, eulogy. Correct. Nice. Uh. Carrying. 
Um, Paul Bearer. Correct! Whoa! Uh, okay, I think, is that seven? I think she burned through everyone except for the one that I spoiled for her. Because you said the word that was in the clue. So, uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and, and say yeah, that, uh, you guys win and I lose that. Yeah, we beat Sean. So, so congratulations. congratulations. The only per yeah, the only person who lost there was Sean and it was only a little bit of I'm dignity. happy to do it. I'm happy to do it. <laughs> Taking one for the team, buddy. I'm happy to do it. So I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, throw my laptop out the window. We will be <laughs> right back. Hopefully, It'll be the first time in a while that we did it. But I, I believe we're going to be back for three for the road. What? <laughs> what? What? Listen to this space. Yo, Philly, are you tired of sports talk radio? Are you tired of trivia Wednesdays, morning bitch and complain lines, or afternoon sound offs? Give Podadelphia a try for a refreshing look at the goings on for the Phillies. Flyers, Eagles, and 76ers. I don't have a button. Things that I wouldn't have otherwise caught up on. So you saw Heather's for the first time recently? Is that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that wasn't I like... I also saw it for the first time. I mean, like, within the last, I think, three years. Hey! Oh, Pre-pandemic, but, like, I was homesick from work, I think, and I put it on. Well, um, aren't you two just peas in a broken pod? <laughs> I know, right? Cast. <laughs> Sounds about... Peas in a broken podcast. Welcome oh, back. Oh, look at you with the... It's act three of the whip around. Give me that and bell And I have back. so many clever things to say because Phil left me with the bell and I have such a good repertoire of clever witticisms. I'm Oscar Sean Wilde and this has been Phil letting me tire myself out. Uh, here, you take that. Thank you. Time for three for the road. We talk about things that you... Time to talk about during the regular run of the show. I want to fit it with the theme of the show, such as it is. What's going to happen is uh, Simka is going to listen rapt while Phil and I volley back and forth. Yeah, actually, so are you, citizen. Back and <laughs> forth. Hope. 30 seconds apiece talking about real weird news stories that are burning a hole in our respective brains. Uh, yeah, we get 30 seconds per turn. Once the turn is up, we hear something a little bit like this. No, you burned it out. Which is Phil being a real <laughs> cantankerous <laughs> carbuncle of an uncle. Uh, but you'll hear a bell sound. It'll be Desi the Decibel. Uh, you know what? If I played her out, fuck her and fuck you, buddy. <laughs> so Phil went, you know, doing very little this week besides be cute, charming, and fluffy in his sweater. <laughs> fluffy! <laughs> Sorry. Flashback in the whip around to the fluffy week. <laughs> Woo! Sorry. That is something that 0.5 citizens will get. Oh. Uh, anyway, Phil, how about you go first this time? I like the idea. Do you have any questions? Uh, Simka, any quick questions for Phil? Um, no, more just an encouragement. The photo did come through, and I don't think the sweater is that fluffy. I mean, I think it's a good level of fluff, so. Incorrect. Ready, set, go. <laughs> and because not everything needs to be so black and white. In space, news. For seemingly ever, the search for intelligent life beyond the stars of our, beyond the shores of our planet and reporting many findings have been a binary. Either there is or isn't. Due to conflagration between clickbait, sensationalism, and the lost art of nuance, NASA scientists have proposed a new seven-point scale for reporting extraterrestrial life findings. It goes all the way from detection of a signal known to result from biological activity through, yeah, it's a fucking alien. Uh, I'm hoping for widespread adoption of the scale because it should result in clear communications, less deflated expectations, and hopefully fewer overreactionary headlines 
<laughs> I got him. Oh! <laughs> I got him. <laughs> and fuck Tide Pods eat lead news. JD, our hapless stand-in for all unnamed corpses for the uninitiated, is definitely a huge fan of consuming the heat. JD was arrested on October 20th for as yet unknown charges, brought him to the police station in Morgan County, Alabama, but was quickly rerouted to a nearby hospital, followed some routine scans, which revealed a fucking shotgun shell in the man's guts. Her area spokes cop Mike Swafford, JD, quote, was never booked in. When our medical staff saw that, they said he has to go to the hospital. And JD, no joke, ended up, quote, released on his own recognizance sometime later, so I see very little downside to embracing this new fad. <laughs> Swallow him if you got him. <laughs> in It's Taco Tuesday in space. News uh, from oh, hell yeah. far from the normal freeze-dried ice cream fair, astronauts aboard the ISS dined on a fresh sort of tacos. Uh, although this may seem unremarkable since MREs are pretty common, this was mm-hmm. a special meal since they made it with chili peppers that were grown aboard the ISS. Okay. Although they've been able to produce radishes, lettuce, and such as marks the first time peppers were grown in orbit, spicy-minded citizens may be interested to know is a hatch chili, by the way, and the tacos were made for heat, a beef rehydrated tomatoes, and artichokes. Uh, whatever. That last one you do, you space boo. So we're getting closer to being able to sustain people on longer interplanetary missions without the need for reason supply making a run to the border has never been filled with so much science now we just gotta make sure those space toilets work yo what are you doing <laughs> and more like second biggest news guinness announced a new champion in the biggest joystick on earth department congratulations <laughs> to Mary flanagan a professor at dartmouth whose quote nine foot tall video game joystick made oh. of wood rubber and steel is now officially you dirty you dirty boy is officially a record holder through flanagan built the atari 26100 <laughs> button stop it phallus in 2006 a self-described maniacal atari player in her childhood press flanagan decided to make a humongous <laughs> controller partly as an homage but partly as a social experiment as it takes a minimum of two people to work the stick and if one is also working the button. Anyway, oh. it's on permanent display now in the home of all things video game, the ZKM Center for Art and Media in Karlsruhe, Germany. So, hooray. It's Karlsruhe. Uh, <laughs> Grow up, you bastard. <laughs> and finally, for me, and no one goes there anymore because it's too crowded in space. News, tourist, space tourism may have already jumped the shark and I'm happy about it. As it turns out, the company Space Adventures had to cancel the launch they set up in partnership with SpaceX simply because they couldn't find any passengers. Uh, gee, you mean they couldn't find one with uh, two? What are you doing? What are you doing? Get off my side of the table. <laughs> Means I couldn't find any passengers. You mean you couldn't find Played any out. with 200 million that <laughs> want to hop on a rocket that currently has toilet troubles? You will be a millionaire in diapers and zero G? No way. Imagine that. Rich people don't like being uncomfortable. Still, several players have played tourism is. launches. Of course, there was the Bezos and Friends launch. It went seemingly pretty well last month. Nevertheless, I'm hoping there's a bellwether. Space tourism is cool off, so that way we can get back to actual science up there like growing tasty space tacos. And in cute, cuddly, and clammy news, it's DEFCON 1 for koala junk as cases of the worst of all clams, old chlamydia, have skyrocketed from 10% of Australia's koalas in 08 to 60% in 2015, and now 85% in 85% Holy shit. of Aussie koalas are blooming with STDs. Might crikey. Australia's government Kevin. noted that thanks to, quote, hot weather, drought, and habitat loss, all wildly helped by climate change, chlamydia has been and is spreading more quickly than ever through the koala population. Uh, population. Well, hey, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I embrace it. Yeah, though they've had a large order of climate change and now get a site of pandemic-level STDs. Worst Happy Meal toy ever. What the fuck? Do we have anything to plug? Yes. Can I, Oh, Simka. Yes? Would you like to give us some more details about this very important and really cool-sounding charitable event that's going on now? Why, well, certainly. I would love to. Um, so it is... And Did I say it's like a variety show? Yes. Did I tell you that earlier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we're having it at the QED in Astoria, which is a place that does all kinds of different... Uh, open mics and comedy nights. Um, So we're having it there and all of the proceeds will benefit Safe Horizon 
in New York and the Center for the Women of New York, as I mentioned. And we've got an amazing lineup. We have Kendra Cunningham. She is a writer, actor, and comedian living in New York from Boston originally. Erin um, McGuire, another New York City-based comedian and actor. She was featured in Women in Comedy, the Boston Comic Fest, Woodstock Comic Fest. Um, Shanali Bomek, who is an actor, and then she's also the lead of an indie rock band called Tigers and Monkeys. So she'll be there uh, performing some of her songs. I like the sound of We've that. Got, yeah, right. Um, and then we have a couple more singers. We have a musical comedy duo called Starburst and the Phoenix. Um, I'm very excited to see their act. And then we're just waiting on a couple of other uh, dancers to confirm. You'd be the Phoenix, <laughs> Phil. I was going to say, I'm the red Starburst. Starburst and, the and pink Phoenix one. in the morning. I, so you've got comics, singers, actors, the, the whole nine. And this is uh, and this is when exactly? What's the date on this one? So it's December 5th uh, this year. It's from 3 <laughs> to 5. And uh, the website is artistsagainstviolence.net. And essentially, we're just looking to put on different things. This would, This is the first show... Uh, that we've done and it was essentially just me saying that there needs to be something to bring people together after the couple of years that we've had at least this is the feeling that I get and there was just so much in the news about horrible things happening to women as far as domestic violence goes I mean the whole point of the show is to raise awareness about how deep rooted in our society and in our communities, domestic violence is um, not just against women, but they bear the brunt of it uh, disproportionately quite a bit. Um, and just to remind people that it's not something that we talk about. It's not something that we see. There's still a lot of stigma around um, the women that are experiencing this domestic violence issue. Uh, so we wanted to do something to kind of just raise up their voices and raise up some organizations that are doing really good work to put solutions in place and to put, you know, preventative measures in place for so many women that are really in life-threatening situations um, on a day-to-day -day basis. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's support yeah. it. It's, it is, again, that is artistsagainstviolence.net, yes. December .net. 5th, 3 to 5, uh, log in, support this fantastic organization, or if you happen to be close to Astoria, go on over to the, what was the name of it again? I'm sorry. QEDAstoria.com. Um, so if you go to artistsagainstviolence.net, you can see uh, a place where you could either just donate toward the organizations. You can RSVP to the virtual show, which will be hosted by Rory Shaw. He is an author and an activist and a great comedian and host. Um, or if, like you said, you're, if you're in Astoria, come and see a great show. You can get the tickets um, right on the website as well. Fabulous. But do you get QED? No, not What they're really. doing there? Not necessarily. It's like quote Quoterat demonstratum. demonstratum, meaning like, you know. Thus I, it is shown. I think we did it. Like, I yeah. like that. It's almost as if like that's a complicated way of saying like, we did it. Like, I like that. <laughs> so uh, Their tagline is it's a place to show and tell, so. Again, there you go. I like it. Yeah, brought that Latin phrasing into it too. So, also speaking of uh, friends that we should plug, we got Gabe cut off at the end of last show, oh, yeah. and I got a plug. He's a producer on two podcasts on the 
uh, uh, Maximum Fun Network, One Bad Mother, and Depression Mode. They're both fantastic shows. Gabe produces them. He does a great job with it, bringing on fantastic guests, talking about motherhood in the time of the big dumb thing. And then Depression Mode, talking about depression in, in an honest way. And it's just, they're both fantastic shows. Give them a listen. Thank you again, Gaby Baby, for being on last week and dealing with our technical difficulties. Uh, and then just, uh, you know, real quickly, uh, oh, you probably heard it in the commercials. You know what we like. Sports, yeah. Potadelphia, <laughs> Philly, Dave, Sarah. Gene, Juice. Oh, my. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, the whip around at gmail.com, the whip around podcast.com, and, uh, you know, Facebook and uh, Instagram and Citizen Gabby. Oh yeah, it's time. with a fantastic T-shirt Simka, every week. I don't, Simka, I don't know if you're if you've been able to check in recently with us being as busy as you are with all your projects. But are you aware that there is a citizen out there who, like you know, every week will like do a mock-up T-shirt based on stuff we talked about, or like a hoodie or whatever, based on what we talked about really? during the show. And this oh week, it is an awesome hoodie with Phineas and a video game controller, and it's adorable. Yeah, it's always a reference to the previous episode. And Phineas featured pretty prominently. And you know what? Uh, Someday I'm going to find a way to make these into like actual things that everybody can buy. Yeah, we'll set up a Patreon. No, I'm going to do a a cafe. But yeah, we'll get there. Okay, we'll buy a bunch of scratch-off tickets. What do you want from me? I'll get there eventually, (laughs) sir. The point is we're very thankful for Simka today. Thank you. Well, we're thankful for Simka every day, but thanks well, for coming yes, on the show and hanging with us. And and thanks for putting together this really amazing thing. It's not even Simka's first charity event that she's put together. She manifests. This is amazing that you, you <laughs> can do that and, and get that together. I, I absolutely admire that. That is phenomenal, Simka. It really is. Well, thank you guys for having me on the show. Um, it's definitely been a collaborative effort. Um, and just like, you know, you guys are giving me the space to talk about it and helping me out with your talents like that. It's really been a lot of people coming together to do something really good. So I can't take all the credit, um, but I'm I'm excited to be part of it. So thank you guys for you know having me on to talk about it. And I hope so we'll see some of the citizens out there in the audience. Hey, hopefully, hey, listen, every little bit helps citizens. Never doubt that a, a little bit can go a long way. So if you can help out, we'd love to love to have you chipping in, helping out, logging in and uh, showing up if you can. It'd be fabulous. Yes. Yes. My nose hurts. Well, you just bumped it against the microphone, I did. which is normally a me thing <laughs> to did. do. My fucking head is going to cave in. To end. That's our grand <laughs> no, no, finale. That's the grand finale. Sean's head caves in. Get your helmet. So, uh, <laughs> so for, uh, for me... For Phil, for Simka, for the innocent play that many couples engage in. <laughs> Be careful out there, and we love you. Bye. It's sweater time. Sweater time. It's sweater time. Sweater time.